Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We were really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the OG7. But today, we are discussing Act 2, scenes 16 through 20 of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. First, we have some announcements and reminders. Um, this is an interactive podcast, and we want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love Wizard Team. have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create, check out our new Patronus perks, and send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website to set up your nerd, fashion, and stationary game. And if you want to support us but do not have the funds to do so, please rate and review us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. If you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe at blackgirlscreate.org. And now, for Wizard Team News. Magical birthdays. Friday is Bill Weasley's birthday, and I hope he has, you know, a rare steak, because <laughs> that's what we know about him. And next Sunday is Darren's birthday. Hey, shout out to Darren. Shout out to Darren, our con roll dog. <laughs> You'd just be like, yeah, I'm here, though. That's what I'll be doing. Who took on, like, also took on Potterheads of Color Ribbons, like a champ in Boston, in a way that was, like, hilarious to me. Oh, really? He was like, Give me, you got some? And then every time I turned around, he was like, here you go, here you go. <laughs> I was like, dang. <laughs> I love it. It was so great. Um, tight. Okay, so previously on Wizard Team. Aliza was here. Aliza was here. That was great. <laughs> Made everything better. It really did. Um, All the difference. We... So Albus is kind of, in Scorpius, are kind of like learning what all has changed since coming back from um the past so from the first task from the first task so they 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 kind of had cedric fail in the first task thinking that that would mean he wouldn't win the tribalism tournament and therefore would not die um instead that didn't happen instead um ron got married to padma patil and named his son something super racist um Hermione became the defense against a dark, dark arts professor instead of Minister of Magic because she didn't get with Ron and thus um, became Snape. Became Snape. Um, Harry is pretty much the same. He's now convinced because a centaur told him that Scorpius is all the things that are wrong with Albus um, and that we need to call Mari. He's trying to get Mari on the line to figure out Scorpius's true parentage. Um, and this has... Forbade, forboden, forbidden, for for bad. Forboden. Forboden. For, he for he forbade. 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 Forbade is the correct English of that. Well, I was like joking around, and then, and then, I was like, and then you lost it. I don't know. <laughs> and then you lost it. Lost it. Um, he forbade um, Albus from hanging out with Scorpius, um, even though they're in love. And Jimmy and Draco finally pull Harry's head out of his ass. First through, like, fighting, and then, well, Draco and Harry duel, um, and then Jenny and Draco have, like, a reasonable adult conversation with him, and it seems like he's going to come around. Also, Harry disrespected McGonagall and needs to apologize, and also, I don't know, 
needs to do something. He needs to like apologize, apologize. Yeah. Like not even apo- like not just apologize, but atone. Mm-hmm. He needs to atone. For, yes, absolutely. Was disrespectful. Completely. Um, All right. So cool. That's about it. Um, so first, let's have a break for our sponsor. Library. Scorpius arrives um, and he sees Albus. Um, and Scorpius like goes up to say hi. Albus is like, "Yo, we can't talk." Um, and Scorpius is like, "We have you have to. The world has gone crazy. Have you noticed?" And Albus is like, "I know. Ron's gone strange. Hermione's a professor. It's all wrong." I love that those are the two things. I mean, and like, yes, they're the biggest things for them that like and also like, showcase you know, those that his aunt and uncle. So like, right. it makes sense for Albus. Like, for yes, Albus, but yeah. like. And we kind of will get to this, um, but, like, the it's also the only thing that the audience sees. So they're like, yeah, the world has gone crazy. These two people didn't get together. Right. In a world in which these two people probably shouldn't have gotten together anyway. So. But, like, you can make it work. Right, right. Um, so uh, Scorpius is like, and Rose doesn't exist, which, you know. Because he has a crush on Rose. Apparently. They're madly in love. Yeah. You cannot in any way, shape, or form while reading this play think that Scorpius would have any feelings for anyone besides Rose Granger Weasley. Yes. All right. That we're all on the same page. Um, uh, because of what we did, Rose wasn't even born. Um, do you remember being told about the Triwizard Tournament? All four Triwizard Champions took a partner. Who told them about that? Because it just feels really... Um, I don't know. So it, this is not a thing that you would know or learn through in school. Through, but not even in school, but through talking. Right. Like, well, like I could see, I could see Albus learning from like his parents and yeah. from like okay, Ron and Hermione. One day they had, or Panju like, maybe. They had, like, a, no, why would you no, tell your son know, that? He doesn't know Panju though. Like Albus doesn't know him, like at this point. I mean, he would know him because it's no, been a few no, no, no. days, right? What? Yes, but what I'm saying is, and this is Scorpius saying it, and what I'm yeah. saying is that I could see, like, Ron and Hermione, they had a couple drinks, holidays, and they were talking about, like, the Yule Ball and how, mm-hmm. like, you know how, like, that one dude who used to say that he could have been your dad or whatever Ugh. the hell? So, like, Don't, I, I can't see, even say fuck that guy anymore because that guy's dead. Oh. Yikes. But my point is, is that I could see Ron yeah. and Hermione having, like, you know, having a little too much fun being like, and Ron didn't even take me to the Yule Ball because I could hear that. I could yeah. see that happening, but I couldn't see, like, Scorpius, Scorpius finding that, that yeah because like why would Draco tell him and like why would that be anything and why would Draco care and, right and then and even like in because he's like you remember when what yeah it wouldn't make sense for Draco to say it, it wouldn't make sense for them to learn it in school so it's very much like an info dump yeah again which is like a lot of this dialogue but it it just is kind of strange I think how they or, or how Scorpius knows oh he says it he found Rita Skeeter's book about them and it's very oh, different. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, We just need to go down two lines. Yeah, we did. And it's funny because I'm underlined. But that. also... But also still, like, how would Rita... And also... Why because, would Scorpius read it? I don't know. But also, is Rita's... Well, no, 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 no. He found Rita's book about them in the present. So he finds out what happened to make it what's going on right now. But the original thing about, like, Harry taking poverty, Victor taking Hermione. Oh, and right. Getting, like, all that stuff is stuff that they know without having read Rita's book. Yeah, which is weird. Which is weird. But they wrote a book about their fourteen-year-old lives. But we know that she. But also, like in this, been in there in, in this years, so in this timeline not. too, is Rita's word. It's like you found it in Rita's book, so that means it's true. Maybe. Is she actually like a good journal? I mean, obviously, she's not a good journalist because she's writing about fourteen-year-old love lives. But. You but know. again, not surprising because she did actually do that. 
canonically. Yeah. Um, Yikes. No, no, she's the worst. Um, so then we, so through Rita's book is how Scorpius finds out what actually happened. So I guess my question is more like, how did they know initially all of these details that happened when mm-hmm. their parents were 14 years old? Like, I know. Through Rita's other book in the other they, timeline? Maybe, because other than that, like, but then how would she even know? Because, well, because if you go back to that time period frame, she was writing in the Daily Prophet about how Hermione got no, no, Harry no, no. Potter on the that. line. I'm saying how would any of this information be like available to her, specific, like about specifically about like. Well, I guess she was there. She was there because she was writing. This is the time when she's writing all of the like Hermione and Harry go together, and then all of a sudden, uh oh, like. But even still, like crumb. at the time, like she wouldn't have known. Like if that's like yes, that's the case. But then like. Hermione, the Hermione and Ron part about Ron getting jealous and behaving like a prat is not like something I think that Rita would have. I feel like that would be narrative. that would be rolled into Hermione and Ron's hilarious how we got together story that you hear all the time of like how your parents matter, how they got how, together. Then yeah, then the question is mostly like how Scorpius knows. But anyway, yeah. Um, oh, he did. I because. Sorry, I just got an answer about it. Because he loves Rose so much that he's always asking Albus, like, tell me about your family. Tell me about, like, and Rose and, like, and Rose's parents. And, you know, because he wants to have, like, conversation starters when he gets to talk to Rose, who he loves so, so much. He has a huge crush on. (laughs) Crushing Um, on no one else. So, only he didn't. So, Scorpius found in Rita's book that Ron took Hermione to the ball. Um as friends and they danced in a friendly way and it was nice and then he danced with Pudma Patil and that was nicer and they started dating and he changed a bit and then they got married and then Hermione became as what Albus calls a psychopath so this is basically what happens is they danced and then were like "Mm, whatever and then Ron went and dated someone else and then because you have to marry the person that you went to the yule ball with this is also weird because that presupposes that like the sex drive of a 14 year old is like and you know, i don't know I, this might be revealing too much about who i am as a person but I, if i dance with someone at 14 and i'm like oh it was nice that's a big deal it was nice yeah and then we held hands Ooh, right oh sure. stop the presses yeah sure but like And then I didn't dance with Padma and it was steamy? Like, what? Like, I just don't understand. Like, it was nice and that was nicer. Yeah, <laughs> like, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> they are children. Yeah. Um, and so it's also, like, really, so, like, there's a couple things. Like, so the fact that, like, him dancing with Padma and that was nicer and so they start dating and then he changes. So why, but like, what makes... Like, why it's, like, all on Padma and the fact, like, he, she's well, the one yeah. who changed him. Because when he danced with, or when he started dating Lavender, he changed, but he actually didn't. He didn't. But. It was just revealed his... his <laughs> he revealed his inner self, no. but... <laughs> Honestly, it just heightened his... his yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's, like, the fact that that happened and then somehow, but, like, the rest of, like, the trio... Stays, remains intact. Stays the same and, like... This is and this is the problem that I have with this whole storyline is that even if they didn't get together because they don't get together at this point like at, at that point at the Yule Ball 
Like, yeah, Ron gets jealous, but, like, he then still goes on to date Lavender. Right. He goes, like, they that's fourth year. With Victor. Right. Like, like he, it's, yeah. It, it's not until sixth year that that actually becomes, you know, like, an issue. Yeah. Issue. Um, but also, it presupposes that the, their friendship doesn't matter. And, like, the things that they went through... Um, fifth year they go through like going to the ministry and Dolores Umbridge and the DA and like seeing Sirius die. Sixth year they go through you know all of the turmoil of like emo Harry and monsters and chest and like all of these things and their own own hormones and stuff Um, and then and then they go on the run right and defeat and like and, and and are a part of the wizarding war right and that brings people together. Like, it brought Harry and Hermione closer together. It brought Harry and Ron closer together. Like, it, it, it solidifies their friendship in a way that romance has nothing to do with. And on top of the fact, like, it wouldn't turn... Like, the thing is, is that it's like Hermione became a psychopath. So then, like, were they not friends anymore? And, like, we right. see later that, like, no, they are friends. They're just, like, this weird, awkward thing. But it's like, no, they didn't stop becoming friends. They didn't stop hanging out. All the other stuff still happened. Yeah. And, like, what was Pudma doing? Was she just, like, waiting at Hogwarts for Ron to come back? And like, there are just all these different things. And I think, like, Aliza mentioned in the last episode about how, like, when you actually try to piece it together and, like, think through all the stuff that happened still and how it still doesn't make sense. And, like, sure, Ron and Pudma could get married and that's fine. But based on this little, like, summary, it does not add up. No. There's no way that this is the cause of... Hermione Granger Snape and like Ron being a wet blanket which I think it's that I think that's what Ron's supposed to be I don't even really know um so Hermione was supposed to go to the ball with Crumb but she didn't because she had suspicions about two strange during boys she met before the first task and thought and thought that they and like like was suspicious of them and was like oh they probably had something to do with Cedric's wand um so it's their fault and Victor ordered it Oh, yeah, and that Victor ordered it. So it's their fault that Hermione didn't go to the thing with Crumb and now is, like, a horrible, like, a jealous heartbeat. Ron never got jealous, and that jealousy was all important. Which is such an awful... jealous, though, so I right? don't understand. He got <laughs> jealous about that, and then he got jealous about literally everything. He's jealous about everything. He so got jealous about Ron, uh, Harry and Hermione when they were camping. Like, he... Got jealous. It is Ron's whole being. So, like, it can't just be this. There are so many other moments that yeah. it just can't. And Amani's asking, like, how would Hermione even take that leap of the two Durmstrang boys? Obviously, Victor had something to do with it, so I'm not going with Victor. Um, which is a very Harry Potter, like, jumping to conclusions and being right. Mm-hmm. Um, if Draco disarmed Harry, would Cedric have ordered it? Um, so... Yeah, and then also on top of that, like, what you were saying, like, or starting to say is, like, why does their relationship and their romance have to start with, like, negative energy and with him being jealous? Like, why is it the jealousy that, like, ensures that they're together? Like, that's gross and should be interrogated. And somebody needs to go to therapy and stop writing plays. Woo! Um... All of that is true. And I think, too, like, and we should just, like, keep moving on, but all of this is so, like, 
if A, then B, then C. And, like, humans don't work that way. Like, there's not one moment that changes who, like, irrevocably changes who you are, right? And Delia had mentioned, and we didn't, like, I didn't really get to get to it um, in our last episode, but Delia had made the fact that um, the fact that she doesn't get with Ron would never, wouldn't change her career trajectory like if anything ron probably slows down mm-hmm. her career so like if she if or not slows down but like if hermione is heartbroken then she would throw herself into work right and like that would like and and that and she would like distract herself by going after her goals even more which brings in the whole was being minister for magic ever a part of her goal right. you know but like if that was it, um, then she would have become Minister for Magic even sooner without Ron. So basically, it's like Ron and Hermione stayed very good friends, but never fell in love. So like, then Hermione shouldn't be salty. You know what I mean? Right. Like if, the, if y'all are cool and y'all are really you never friends, fell in love. Why are you? Why are you bitter? Like why be bitter? Also, Ron, like not even and not even in a like the way that we usually say it, but like yeah. he's the only dude for you. Really? After 20-some years? That's it? That boy you didn't know since y'all were 11, and he's moved on, and he has this kid with a racist name, and you were like, I still want to be with that, even though I'm black. And he's going to name my kid something like Taekwon. <laughs> I mean, Taekwon's not really that bad, but you know what I mean. He's going to be like... What is it? Um, in Blackish, he names his kid after the dude from Jodeci? Devontae. Which is not like which is like none of those names are actually like like they're not stereotypical. They're not like, stereotypical, but they are a little. But, like, but Devon, like that people say like Shanae or yeah, Shaniqua. Like, oh, even Shanae Weasley, like that would like I, yeah. It's, it's, it's just like Tyrone. <laughs> why? Um, um. So then Albus is like. So is that why? Is that why Dad is so like? Did he change too? Um, and Scorpius is like, I'm pretty sure your dad's exactly the same. Heaven, magical law enforcement, married to Jenny, three kids. Um, but that doesn't also like, just because you have the same position doesn't mean that you're like the same person. Yeah. But he is, he didn't change. But like the point, like that's not really it. Which doesn't, which also then like, is another thing that undermines the idea that like Hermione and Ron would change that much. Mm -hmm. Like, like he would have to be affected by the fact that Hermione is out here acting. Why would Harry Potter ever remain? Reta- how could he ever retain a friendship of someone who re- would remind him of Snape? I mean, I mean, he named his son after Snape. I, none of it. None of it. Okay. <clears throat> um. So Scorpius is like, this is bigger than you and your dad, Professor Croker's Law. The furthest someone can go back in time without the possibility of serious harm to the traveler or time itself is five hours. And we, be- we went back years. The smallest moment, the smallest change, it creates ripples, and we're- we've created really bad ripples. Rose was never born because of what we did. Rose. Which is something that they should have talked about, no, before, have talked about way before they went back in time. Yeah. And now Albus does some quintessential Harry Potter shit. Like, I was like, oh, wait, is it, is it Albus or is, is this it Harry? <laughs> <laughs> is this Harry Potter? Yes. 
basically. <laughs> Very much so that. So he says, Very fine, that. let's go back, fix it. Get Cedric and Rose back. And Scorpius is like, is the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> I really do love this uh, this scene, actually, because... Um, yeah. Scorpius tells some truths. Out here. Um, so Albus is like, you still got the time turner. Um, and then Scorpius is like, no, but like you see how bad things can get. Now this is like, things need fixing, Cedric keeps saving, Rose needs bringing back, we'll be more careful, whatever Croker says, trust me, trust us, we'll get it right this time. So just straight on Harry Potter. Right. Um, and Scorpius is like, we're not good at this stuff, we'll get it wrong, because it's what we do, we're losers, true and total losers, which... That's not right. I want bed better for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Like, I mean, that's very 14, but it's not right. Um, And then Albus says, well, I wasn't a loser before I met you, which... Which, how did we get... Yes, you were. How did we (laughs) get here? Like, even in just terms of, like, conversationally... Well, they're, like, fighting. Or not fighting, because Albus pins him to the ground right before he says this, because he's trying to get the time turner from the But, like, we'll get it right this time... It's too important. And then, like, two sentences, I wasn't a loser before I met you. That, like, flip, psychopath, sociopath, whatever. One of them, both of them. Um, Albus is like, or sorry, Scorpio says, Albus, whatever you've got to prove to your dad, this isn't the way. I don't have anything to prove to my dad, said Albus, which Ooh, is a lie. And like, Iyama, or not Iyama, like therapy. Somebody. Somebody. Um, he says, maybe without you holding me back, I can make a proper go of it. Without me, said Scorpius. Oh, poor Albus Potter with the chip on his shoulder. Poor Albus Potter. So sad. Um, try my life. People look at you because your dad's the famous Harry Potter, savior of the wizarding world. People look at me because they think my dad is Voldemort. Which is stupid, but also, but yes. But also, like, valid. Um, <laughs> Scorpius is like, can you even slightly imagine what that's like? Have you even tried? No, because you can't see beyond the end of your nose. Um, because you can't see beyond the end of the stupid thing with your dad. He will always be Harry Potter. You know that, right? And you will always be his son. And I know it's hard and the other kids are awful, but you have to learn to be okay with that because there are worse things, okay? Um, and then he paused and then he said, there was a moment I was excited when I realized time was different, a moment when I thought maybe my mom hadn't got sick, maybe my mom wasn't dead, but no, turns out she was. I'm still the child of Voldemort without a mother, giving sympathy to the boy who doesn't ever give anything back. So I'm sorry if I've ruined your life because I tell you, you wouldn't have, um, you wouldn't have a chance of ruining mine. It was already ruined. You didn't make, you just didn't make it better because you're a terrible, the most terrible friend. Albus digests this. He Sorry, sees what he's doing all, to his friend. That's, that's that's a word. It's like the word that we've been trying to scream at Albus Potter's dumbass since we opened this screenplay. But um, also, at least the original actor who played Scorpius like plays the hell out of this scene. And we've talked about like like I, I think because it's the only, it's really the only thing we can give this play. But the performances are really good, and so like this was a very like good um like emotional beat in general for this play and like things that needed to be said um were actually said but the way that he performs it is like there's emotional heft to it there's weight to it and the actor who plays albus like 
literally looks like he's been hit, which he has been with a truth bomb. But like, you know, it's it's important. Um, so then uh, McGonagall is uh, like from off stage is like, Albus, Albus Potter, Scorpius Malfoy, are you in there together? Because I advise you not to be. So she's just like, I don't want to do this, but yeah, whatever. Um, so Albus pulls the cloak from out, pulls a cloak from out of his bag, um, and it's like we need to hide. So they, it's apparently it's the invisibility cloak. I don't remember this. Do they have like they do? I, yeah, something? I was like, I do not remember what the invisibility cloak looked like when they put it on. Me neither. Even a little bit, and I was like, ah. it can't have been like literal. I don't know. I just really could not. I don't remember it yeah, at all, so I can't. I do not. Um. And Albus is like, if she finds this, we'll be forced apart forever. Please. I didn't understand. Please. And I'm like, bro, you haven't even apologized yet. Scorpius could be like, you know what? <laughs> you good. Take me to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we in here. <laughs> um, so McGonagall is like, I am about to enter. <laughs> and then uh, she looks, she comes, the boys disappear. She looks around exasperated. Well, where have they... I never wanted this thing, and now they're now it's playing tricks on me. And then she realizes that it's the invisibility cloak, and then she's like, "Well, if I didn't see you, I didn't see you." And then she leaves because mm-hmm. she didn't got time for the. I don't. God, I don't even want to be doing this. I didn't sign up for this job. No. Um. So Albus explains that he stole it from James because it's apparently really easy to steal it from. Um. And he found that the cloak made avoiding bullies easier. So then I was like curious if he took it pre-travel or if he just no he must have done it this time because they're both in Gryffindor and so yeah. he, he can like get to his brother's things um and and apparently like he's in Gryffindor but nothing else has changed because he's still being bullied and like still having a hard time at school but also you know. it's one of those things where you're like if everyone hates you maybe it's you <laughs> you know right mm-hmm um, so Albus finally apologizes um, and then says, um, then explains, like, my dad said that, there, that you were this dark cloud around me. Um, and I just knew I had to stay away. And if I didn't, uh, dad said he would. Your dad thinks the rumors are true. I'm the son of Voldemort. Which is like, dumb. There are no raven claws in this book. Right. Um, also, Bianca wants to know that James took care of his belongings as well as Harry did. <laughs> Clearly. Oh. Um, and Albus is like, yeah, his department is investigating it. And Scorpius is like, good. Some uh, Let them. Because sometimes I find myself thinking maybe they're true, too. She's like, no. I just wish that at some point everyone in the play would just collectively be like, okay, so this is stupid and we're going to stop talking about it. Yeah. But it, that doesn't happen they until keep, literally they keep driving, they keep act like four. it in, <laughs> and then when they finally do it, it doesn't actually get better. Like it's, no, it's just it really doesn't. It's just different. Um, it doesn't get better. It just gets different. <laughs> it just gets different. <laughs> <laughs> so Albus is like, no, um, they're not true because Voldemort. I, because I don't think Voldemort is capable of having a kind son. Um, in your kind, Scorpius, to the depths of your belly, to the tips of your fingers, I truly believe Voldemort. Voldemort couldn't have a child. Period. Sorry, I crossed out the rest of it. <laughs> period. It's very. Point, I, I love this. I love this moment where he's like, he, what he really says is Voldemort couldn't have a child like you, but like, 
he can't have a child at all. But, um, like, finally, like, just having some kind of, like, vulnerability and actually being a good friend and actually, like, saying the things that you feel about somebody instead of just, like... I will say that of everything, even with Albus being a shit the whole time, like their friendship is really great. We mm-hmm. could have had a trio, but <laughs> what we do get is like their friendship and like two boys. And like, even if it wasn't even, like if they could have, they could have, they could have done it without the queer baiting, yeah. but like, you know, two boys actually like hashing out like their feelings and what they mean to each other. Like something that like Ron and Harry probably could have benefited from doing, um, in explicit terms, I think is really cool. Um, yeah. But also at this point, when he says, to the depths of your bellies, to the tips of your fingers, um, you're kind, then they should have dropped every, like, Scorpius should have dropped the time turner, grabbed Albus by the neck, and just... Just pull him by smacked, the power of his robes. Just got down. <laughs> <laughs> what should have happened there? Um, and Scorpius says, that's a nice thing to say. Um, and it's something I should have said a long time ago, said Albus. In fact, you're probably the best person I know. And you don't, you couldn't hold me back. You make me stronger. And when dad forced us apart, without you. Scorpius, I didn't much like my life without you in it either. And then he grabs him. Both of And we get the kiss that we deserve. Albus says, I know I'll always be Harry Potter's son, and I will sort that out in my head, which, you know, just go to a therapist. Right. It's, like, not... Like, I mean, there I are people that will healthcare. help you sort that out. Like, I don't know what the healthcare situation is in the wizarding world, but, like, your parents are stacked. So I just feel like... Yeah. Get the help that you need, like, for real. You could do that instead of traveling in time. Really could have. Um... So basically they're, uh, so he's like, and I know compared to you, my life is pretty good. And that he and I are comparatively lucky and Scorpius is like, "Mm, you're starting to talk about yourself more than me. So (laughs) So let's let's cut it. Yeah, we're good. We're friends. That's sad on that. So he says, (laughs) Alba says friends and Scorpius says always. And like, I'll take this one better. Although I wrote the boy. (laughs) 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 I cannot say that word anymore. I did not think that. Um, but also it actually really fits that boy is what it should be Um, Amani is in the chat channeling me and then they kissed (laughs) but no no we we weren't so lucky we were not they weren't weren't. but instead um, so Scorpius extends a hand Albus pulls him into a hug so like close but no cigar um and scorpius feels the need to you know continue the nonsense no 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 no. scorpius feels the need to like confirm like this is the second time that you've hugged me because he's counting hugs like he's counting the hugs um because they're in love they are um so albus is like i'm pleased we have this argument because it's given me a really good idea it involves a second task (laughs) and humiliation and we're still don't, we're so still on that. So instead of like taking like good things out of this really touching and needed scene, we get more foolishness. Well, Scorpius does say, "You're still talking about going back in time. Have we learned? Have we been having the same conversation?" They have been. And Scorpius is like, "We should reckon with the consequences of our actions and then figure out how to move forward 
in kindness and generosity. And Albus has been like, I figured out how to fuck with time some more, but better. Um, so we're brilliant. At, so Alba says, you're right. We are losers. We're brilliant at losing. So we should use our own knowledge. Um, we know better than anyone that humiliation is one way to teach a loser. We need to humiliate him. So in the second task, that's what we'll do. So apparently Scorpius <clears throat> thinks that's a good idea to humiliate Cedric to save him. Um, and then he's like, and Rose and Alba says, I'm saving that. I'm saving as a sparkly surprise. I can do it without you, but I want you there. Um, so he asks if he'll come. And Scorpius is like, but wasn't the second task in the lake and you're not allowed to leave the school building? And Albus grins and says, about that, we need to find the girls' bathroom on the first floor. He's not allowed to leave the school building, like not just the grounds, like he's stuck in, like he in prison? I guess. Harry Potter, what is you doing? Yeah, it it is um quite a mess. Yes, a hot hell mess. So back on the staircases, um, scene scene seventeen. Ron was walking down the staircase, and then he sees Hermione, Professor Granger. She looks across. Her heart leaps a bit too, though she won't admit it. It's been over twenty years. Ron, what are you doing here? Panju got in a little trouble in potions class. So we're still Boy, his name is. We still got Panju in our lives. Was showing off of was showing off, of course, and put the wrong thing with the wrong thing. And now he has no eyebrows um, and a rather large mustache, which doesn't suit him. I didn't want to come, but Padma says that when it comes to facial growths, sons need their fathers. It like it just like Hermione was a whole ass cat, and nobody called her mother. Well, so that was a, that was a thing where I was like, so I'm like, at least they called this. Is, parents yeah, I was now. like, this is McGonagall's Hogwarts, and like, at least we have some things. <laughs> like, she calls the parents when, like, you know, they don't turn up to school, and when <laughs> they like have explosions and potions. So there's that. But Ron is, like really does not like this kid, and I'm convinced that it's not his kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like, "Have you done something with your hair?" And she's like, "Well, just comb." Did I suspect? I suspect. And he says, "Well, combing suits you." Um, I hate everything like, about this. They're supposed to be close friends still. So, like, this is really awkward and, like, weird. And this is stupid. Basically, they have... It's this awkward conversation where Ron is like, well, you know, Albus said that he thought we were married. Um, and even then that we had a daughter. Wouldn't it be strange? And they're like, uh, huh, 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 yeah, it would be strange. Ha, ha. We're friends, that's all. Um, Are they, though? It's, it's stupid. And they're... And anyway... It, the entire scene could have been cut, so I'm going to just leave it there. But basically, it's Ron and Hermione talking about, like, what oh, could we're have totally been. just friends, and, like, it's super weird that Alba's kid, and gotta go, like, talk to my racist-named son, and bye, and that's it. So, basically, they clearly have a crush on each other, but are also not close friends at all, so... And I will say that at first I was like, this is really dumb, because when I um, saw this play career of evil had not come out yet her robert galbraith book um in which she had two characters no, that was lisa white lisa white sorry yeah whatever she had two characters tortured tortured for over a year about a hug you did tell me that a hug mm-hmm. one married somebody else 
The other one was dating somebody else. They're fighting or they're solving crimes and murders and grisly like things. But, you know, when they go home at night, what are they thinking about? A hug from over a year ago. So that's, you know. Tracks. Tracks. <laughs> All right. So I- 60 chapters. Yeah. 60. Well, this is two whole plays. <laughs> scene 18. We're in the headmistress's office. Madonna goes on stage by herself. Um, she looks at the map. Uh, does It says mischief managed. And then there's rattling. Harry is, or sorry, Jenny's the first to the fireplace. Then Harry. Um, and then uh, Harry's like, I need to find my son. We need to. And McGonagall's was like, look. Oh, nothing to do with y'all business. I don't know nothing about no snakes on no goddamn plane. Crossing the line. I'm not about it anymore. And Harry's like, actually, like, you right. I come here in peace. I should have never spoken to you that way. Um, I need to say sorry to you and Albus. Will you give me that chance? And then Say sorry right now. Right. She right here. And then Draco arrives. Um, and he's like, he needs to see his son and I need to see mine. Um. And McGonagall was like, all right, if y'all are really not here on some bullshit, then I can help you out. Um, so she, uh, it's all swear I'm up to no good. Map is, you know, back in action or whatever. And they realize that they are together in the girls' bathroom on the first floor. And bum, now bum, we're bum. in the girls' bathroom on the first floor, scene 19. So, yeah, I've completely forgotten the magic at this point. Like, I don't know. <laughs> don't remember how most of this stuff happened or like what it looked like um Mm -hmm. so they're in the bathroom and scorpius is like so let me get this straight the plan is engorgement which is such a bad word but that doesn't really have to do much with them it's just don't just don't like that word um valid um so albus uh uses engorgio on the soap and it blows up four times its size, which is what I don't remember. I don't remember either. Yeah. Um, no and then Scorpius says, nice, consider me in Gorge Impressed, which Yikes. no thanks. <laughs> and then Albus is like, the second task was a late task. They had to retrieve something which had been stolen. And it's just the, you know, we all read the third task. Um, <laughs> or the second task. We know what's going on. Um, Cedric uses the bubblehead charm and they're saying that they're going to follow him into the lake, use the engorgement charm to turn him into something larger, um, and then watch him float out of the lake away from the task and away from the competition, which apparently is going to be humiliating. Uh, so, and like, maybe if it's like, I could actually, so I'd, on its own, I don't see how it could be humiliating. Like, I could see it would be embarrassing, and then you're like, yikes, but somebody fixes it, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess maybe after being, like, expelliarmist yeah. in the first task, like, losing your wand in the first task, and then this happening, then maybe I could see it being, like, a humiliation, because folks are like, oh, you really don't. You know. don't belong here. You yeah. Don't how to, you don't know how what you do. What is going on? Um, so... Oh, so I'm so sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Amani just said, um, talking about the engorgement charm, and that's how we got Hagrid. And I just, I know who I'm binging. And it's not, it's not J.K. Rowling, Jack Thorne, and John Tiffany. Um, so Scorpius is like, but like, how are we actually going to get into the lake? And then 
Uh, a jet of water emerges from the sink and after it ascends a very wet moaning myrtle. Why would she be wet when she's a ghost? Never mind. It's fine. We can just keep going. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why would she be here? Let's, Why well, cause this anything? Is her bathroom, but really... Why, why are we just, here? Why, that's the better question. <laughs> but I just don't understand why ghosts would... Be wet? So she... So Scorpius is like, oh, we're going to like talk to Myrtle. We're going to help Mo- uh, Moaning Myrtle. And then she gets upset about being called Moaning Myrtle. Um, really, her name is Mo- Myrtle Elizabeth Warren, which is i was chuckling at that but i didn't know why i was like that's a hilarious name but i couldn't figure it out like Like, why is that so tickling and then it's elizabeth warren Warren. um uh myrtle is like she giggles and says it's been a while boys in my bathroom in my girl's bathroom well that's not right but then again i always did have a soft spot for potters and i was moderately partial to a malfoy too and like why is this something that she's telling them? And also, like, I, it's, it's why it's ill, but it's also it's one of those like info dumps that like is useless, super useless, and super honest. Like it was, it's like the it's like fan service that no one, like just no one really asked for this play, but like on the scale, no one asked for literally this. no one asked for that particular bit of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> There's no universe time dimension whatever we're I would actually that. now I kind of want to go on Ao3 and see the Moaning Myrtle like not see the actual like not read the fan but see the number you know what I mean we just go see the count of like how many morning myrtle fanfics are there now you're gonna go do it you don't have to I'm just I can do it later yeah you do it on your own I, <laughs> just, I shan't I will not cause that's what I mean when I'm like who asked for this like yeah. like I literally do think that they were scouring AO3 but didn't get marauders so maybe they weren't <laughs> so Alba says you were there myrtle in the lake they wrote about you why would they write about her being in the lake? Never mind. I, I'm going to stop asking questions. So that's false. Makes girl. your head hurt, right? Um, makes you upset. Makes you sad. Makes you tired. Sense. I'm also hungry, so I'm just like. Yeah, that too. Um, so I was just like the second task, the lake task, and the Triwizard Tournament 25 years ago. Harry and Cedric. And Myrtle says, such a shame the pretty one had to die. Not that your father isn't pretty, but such a diggory. You'd be amazed how many girls I had to hear doing love incantations at this, in this very bathroom. Like, I just, like, feel like... Gross. Cedric is a child. He should not be sexualized so much. Like, so wow. much! <laughs> but also, I feel like, with magic being a thing and, like, whatever hormones or whatever, like... Well, that should be, but that should have been like year one scared out of children before they got to the hormones of whatever. Yeah. Been like, this is what happens when you get a love potion. You get Voldemort. If you get someone a love potion, you get pregnant. You go give birth to Voldemort. He ain't gonna have no nose. He ain't gonna have no eyebrows. He gonna look like a, like a creepy snake baby. Um, kind of the whole like. Um, pro abstinence education. <laughs> like, there's like a movie or whatever, and he's like syphilis, <laughs> and that's what their sex ed looks like. Oh, if, mean girls. Mean girls. Oh, I, was like, I was like, there's a movie. There's some movie where he's just like. For some reason, my first thought went to Saved, but then I was like, wait, no, it's definitely not Saved. Saved is an amazing saved, movie. Saved is- I own that somewhere. Okay, I need to rewatch watch it. it. I haven't seen it in. I know, I know it by heart. I bet you, if we started watching it, I would it would come back to me. Yeah, no. Saved was my favorite movie for a long time. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) 
You fornicator! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, saved is a classic. We Sorry. Should do that instead. <laughs> do that instead. <laughs> so much more interested in save team. But no, okay, but to finish the point, like, I just think that, like, we've seen already in this play, Love Potions, Love Incantations, like, that should just be, like, a thing in which people, it's like, you know, um, Bloody Mary, like, you're just like, some dumb, some dummy will still do it, but, but, like, the vast majority, like, kids should have been scared out of that nonsense. Totally. Um, and so Albus is like, can you keep a secret, Myrtle? And she's like, I love secrets. I won't tell a soul. Cross my heart and hope to die or the equivalent for ghosts, you know, which like doesn't seem right that she would correct herself because she's really sensitive about being dead. Yeah. Means, you know, 70 years. And- no, it's just the writers. I know. Because she's still 12 or six or yeah. 14 or whatever she is. Um. So she tells them that they can travel. She tell, oh, sorry, they tell her. Wow, they tell her that um, they can travel in time and that they need help traveling the pipe so that they can save Cedric. And then Myrtle goes, Cedric. <laughs> Instead, she smiles and says, "Well, that sounds like fun." And she's just like not nearly as like Myrtle as she should be. It's very movie Myrtle. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. But a lot of these characters are movie the character because that is the level of research that Jack Thorne did. Mm-hmm. Um, so Myrtle says, this very sink empties directly into the lake. It breaks every bylaw, but the school has always been antiquated, which I guess. Um, and so then um, Albus hands Scorpius some gillyweed, just like his dad did. Even... Clearly, they're smoking it, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. We're all smoking gillyweed at this point. I think that's what's going and on. And then they all died of mm-hmm. asphyxi- asphyxiation. asphyxiation. Yep. Um, five minutes, is, that's all we, we allow for before we get pulled back to the present. Um, tell me this is going to be okay. And I was like, it's going to be entirely okay. Are you ready? So they take the gillyweed and disappear down. Um well, Albus does, and then Scorpius looks up at Myrtle, and Myrtle says, I do like brave boys. I'm like, can we just not? So Scorpius is like, well, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> now that you said that, peace. Cool. Um, so he disappears. Moaning Myrtle's left on stage. There's a giant whoosh of light, a smash of noise, time stops, and then it turns over. So basically, time, time tra- travel happens again, and then Harry... Um, appears at a run, a deep frown on his face. Uh, behind him is Draco, Ginny, and Professor McGonagall. Uh, so they realize that these have disappeared. And McGonagall's like, no, he's traveling under Hogwarts ground. No, he's disappeared. Um, and Drake, and so they're basically Myrtle snitches. It is like, he got this weird trinket. My fault. Talk What's about up, diggery. Boys? What's up, my ex-boyfriends? How are you? <laughs> um... And Long then, time no see. Yeah. And then basically it's like, he said, he's after saving a dishy boy, a certain Cedric Diggory. And then Harry is like, oh, shit. Oh, yikes. And he's like, could he have the Ministry's time turner? No, that's impossible. Which is why I was like, who is the Minister of Magic? Yeah. Um, and then 
Harry is like, Albus and Scorpius aren't disappearing and reappearing. They're traveling. Traveling in time. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, in this... Alter, well, I guess in the alternate thing, like, they still... All of the stuff still happens, so Cedric's still dead, so... Yeah. Um, Theodore Knott might still want to go back and save Voldemort so that you'd still get the time turner, but I'm like, why would they even have the time turner? You know? Yeah, because it's small changes in plot. They can't actually keep track of what would happen if they went back in time and changed that thing, so they're yeah. just doing, like, real stupid things. Anyway, <laughs> scene 20. Last one! So we're at the Triwizard Tournament in the lake 1995. Yep, that tracks. Um... Ludo Bagman, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I give you the greatest, the fabulous, the one, and the only Tri-Wizard Tournament. Like each task, we're going to do this? Yep. And he does the, if you're from Hogwarts, and give me a cheer and all that stuff. Um, but as that's happening, Albus and Scorpius are swimming through the lake. So this is like, I do remember this. Yeah. It's like the LED screen that you were talking yeah. about. And there's like, you see Albus and Scorpius swimming through. It's basically like you're watching TV. Um, I mean, you know, not that like that's bad but that's like how they're showing it happen so that it looks like they're underwater um and then he says and they're off victor's a shark because of course he is um or no just of course he is okay whatever floor looks remarkable ever plucky harry is using gillyweed clever harry very clever and cedric well cedric what a treat ladies and gentlemen cedric is using a bubble charm to cruise through the lake i'm pretty sure floor was also using the bubble charm um and the fact that all he can say about her is that she looks remarkable is also gross. gross. Um, so we see, so in the, like, on the screen or whatever, you see Cedric approaching Albus and Scorpius through the water with a bubble over his head. Um, Albus and Scorpius raise their wands together and fire an engorgement charm through the water. He turns, looks at them confused, and it hits him. And around him, the water glows gold, grows, glows gold, sorry. And then he begins to grow um he's panicking the boys watch as cedric ascends helplessly through the water um and then ludo but no what's this cedric diggory is ascending out of the water and seemingly out of the competition oh ladies and gentlemen we won't ha- we don't have our winner but we certainly have our loser cedric diggory is turning into a balloon and this balloon wants to fly um and then so as he's flying and then it gets wilder still around cedric fireworks explode declaiming ron loves hermione and the funny thing about this is that both of them are underwater and unconscious. Right! So how did this... I guess... It, they're told about it, and then they're would, like, like, I mean, I guess, yeah. No one, how would anyone know that that was a thing that would happen? Like, how would Ron have had the time to plan that when he's unconscious underwater? Right. Hilarious. Anyway. I don't, I don't even... I don't even have really anything else to say I about don't, that. Yeah, I'm like... like, <laughs> like maybe they're told that, and then they're watching. like... And then they're like, oh, yeah, we should talk about what happened. But I'm also thinking that her, that Ron would be the type of person who's like, oh, yeah, I totally, you know... Totally did that. Totally but, like, did that. he would never do that. But he would never do that. when he wasn't even fully sure about their relationship, mm-hmm. like, or, like, about his feelings. But, I mean, obviously... obviously he didn't even remember she was a girl. Right. Obviously, Albus and Scorpius wouldn't know that part, but like the fact yeah. that like they're not even there, just like Hermione wouldn't have seen that, right? Or maybe, maybe she would because she didn't go to the thing with Ron. Maybe that's the thing. She wouldn't be Victor's person because they didn't go to the ball together. 
Right, 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 right. Because that hasn't, they go back into that time stream where she didn't go to the ball with Victor. Okay. 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 I can, okay. Rod is still underwater though. Yes. Because that's Harry's wheezy. Whew, I hate this. Poor Padma. (laughs) But bye, Panji. Um, Wow, you're just so cavalier at the death of an outstanding young man. With a totally normal and wonderful name. Our, our, you know, our one uh, person of color. Right. No. We only get so many. How dare you? Oh, yeah, Hermione and Rose. Hermione and Rose. No, 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 no. I, yeah. How dare. Anyway. Albus points up, Scorpius nods, they start to swim ever upward. As Cedric ascends, people start to laugh and everything changes. The world becomes darker. The world becomes almost black, in fact. And there's a flash and a bang and the time turner ticks to a stop and we're back in the present. Um, Scorpius emerges. So they have like this tiny little pool at the very front of the stage. Yeah. So he would like come up out of that. Comes up out of that. So Um, you see them going up, up, up. Yeah. um, And then Scorpius is the only one that pops up out of the little pool on back on stage. Yeah. Um, Scorpius is like, woohoo. He looks around surprised. Um, because Albus isn't there. He's like, we did it. Albus? Albus still doesn't emerge. Um, Scorpius treads water. He thinks he ducks back into the water, emerges back up. Um, he's like shouting for Albus. And there's a whisper in Parseltongue, which travels fast around the audience. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> Why? Um, and then Dolores Umbridge yep. pops up. Because isn't that who you really wanted to see in a totally new play with about a totally new story yep so she says my favorite character scorpius malfoy get out of the lake get out of the lake right now she pulls him out of the water scorpius is like miss i need help please miss miss i am professor umbridge the headmistress of your school i'm no miss and scorpius is like you're the headmistress but i um or umbridge is like however important your family is you you know we're not out here just playing games so come on um, Scorpius says there's a boy in the lake. Um, this also, sorry, this pre. Oh, no, never mind. I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, it says one of the Hogwarts students missed. I'm looking for Albus Potter. Um, Umbridge is like, there is no such student here. In fact, there hasn't been a Potter at Hogwarts for years, and that boy didn't turn out so well. Not so much rest in peace, Harry Potter, more rest in perpetual despair. Total troublemaker. Harry Potter's dead? So this is my problem, because in a play that is about. The Cursed Child? While Harry grapples with the past, I'm reading from the from the, the synopsis. The synopsis. While Harry grapples with the past that refuses to stay with its belong where it belongs, his youngest son Albus must struggle with the weight of a fa- family legacy he never wanted. Both father and son learn the uncomfortable truth. Sometimes darkness comes from unexpected places, but it's about them, right? It's mm-hmm. very clearly about Harry and Albus. Scorpius is great, and Scorpius is like one of the major characters in the play, but it's not about him. It's about Scorpius. I mean, sorry, it's about Albus and Harry, and neither one is dead and the other never existed at this point in the play. Yep. Which makes total sense when you want to talk about character development and arcs is you just disappear the both of them from the entire story. Yep. I don't see the problem. I think it's totally, totally normal. Suddenly, from around the auditorium, 
the feel of a breath of wind. So this was creepy as hell. This was creepy. It was also kind of cool. It was cool. But but it was like, I don't need it. But it was also a way to distract from the fact that what had just happened, telling (laughs) us that Harry Potter's dead and Albus never existed, was dumb as hell. That's what it was. Um, So Black This play literally is like all spectacle. It is. Yes. No substance. All spectacle. So some black robes arise around people. Black robes that become black shapes that become Dementors. Flying Dementors through the auditorium. These black deadly shapes, these black deadly forces, they are everything to be feared. They suck the spirit from the room. The wind continues. This is hell. And then right from the back of the room and whispering around everyone, words said with an unmistakable voice, the voice of Voldemort. Harry Potter. Harry's dream has come to life. But, like, why would he be saying this if Harry's been dead for, like, right. 20 years? Why are we talking and about Harry Potter? Why does Voldemort care about Harry anymore? He won that battle and it's been 20 years and he's mm-hmm. in charge. Like, so Dumbledore says, have you swallowed something? I'm sorry, Dumbledore. <laughs> Umbridge says, have you swallowed something funny in, in there? Become a mudblood without any of us noticing? Like, mm, it's not how that works. Harry Potter died over 20 years ago as part of that failed coup on the school. He was one of those Dumbledore terrorists we bravely overthrew at the Battle of Hogwarts. We, she wasn't there. Um, <laughs> come along, I don't know what you're playing at, but you're upsetting the Dementors and entirely ruining Voldemort Day. So, bum, bum, bum. and then uh, the part of the tongue whispers grow louder. Um, the giant banners with snake symbols up- upon them descend over the stage. And Scorpius is like, Voldemort day and that's the end they cut to black that's the end of part one and um, then they're like go have dinner have fun come back for part two come back for part two and I will and know that you guys may not remember this but in the beginning or in uh, in wizard team after we even got back from here we Eliana was very adamant that she was going to this play and she wanted to keep the secrets and we'd ask a couple of people but she was very 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 like out like keep the secrets so we kept the secrets for months, mm-hmm. like months. And then she went finally to London to get, she got her, like it was time for her showing. And this woman left on Voldemort day and never went back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm a little bitter about it. A little bit. but I uh, Also though, I, I, I mean, get it. I'm not, yeah, I was I'm also not like, bad. wait, we could have just not. <laughs> well, no, cause we spent that money. I was not going to miss that. Yeah. Um, they had so, to like, fix it. A couple things. The fact that anyone is saying Voldemort Day or saying anything Voldemort related while he's still alive, as if mm-hmm. it's okay to say, like he had the whole thing. He created this entire persona where folks like his whole thing too was scared to say his name. Be, like they're supposed to be too scared to say his name. It should be you know who. He must not be named the, the Dark, Dark Lord. Lord. Like he wouldn't. He maybe would have called it Slytherin Day, mm-hmm. but he's not calling it Voldemort Day, and they're not allowed to say Voldemort. Like that's dumb and doesn't make sense. my liege it doesn't make any sense and it would have been like if they have like a like a regency day or something like that like they have like a jubilee in britain mm-hmm. where like they celebrate the queen it's like the anniversary of when she took the throne mm-hmm. um and they've had those for other kings and queens before so like it would have just been that right like king regent day or whatever it's called the jubilee the other thing um and, I mean, it's been some time now since this happened, but, like, the Times Square, like, thing and the way mm-hmm. that they kind of have rebanded Cursed Child. Um, we're already halfway through, and this is the first, we're the hearing first about time this. Voldemort Day is mentioned. And the way that they've been marketing it is it's, like, Voldemort Day for, Vold- what is it, for Voldemort and Valor or something yeah. like that. And, like, on top of it just being gross that they're, like, marketing it from the dark art side, it's also not 
the plot of the play. Right. Um, it's this is not even I'm, one. We're in a, like an alternate timeline. They don't know the plot of the play clearly because it's about five thousand different things. They just cut up. <laughs> they just d- disappeared their main characters, but like it's not yeah the main part of it, and so it is just like it, it doesn't make sense, and I hate it. And yeah, I think we broke the chat because like I gave them a heads up, get ready, start thinking about it, and then I asked them for their MVPs and bench, and they still there's no votes. Um, like I think Amani is Amani's in here just yelling the fuck how whoops pourquoi. So uh, who's your MVP? Um, Scorpius for just like laying it out and telling Albus what he needed to hear about himself. Mm-hmm. Though I wish he would have followed that up with being like, "Bitch, I just said we're not traveling back in time again." Yeah, and then we could have gone home. I, too, made Scorpius my MVP. <laughs> oh, but. Amani says that he MVPs Eliana for doing the only correct thing. Valid. Um, benched? J.K. Rowling, John Tiffany, and Jack Thorne. But, I mean, I don't even know what John Tiffany gave to this play. But, like, mostly Jack Thorne at this point. Cause like, yeah. This, and I was trying really hard to the fuck? bench in, like, MVP actual characters. But I had to, I bitched Jack Thorne this time because I was like, no, this is foolishness and this I is, really can't. And this is only, we just finished the first play. Yeah. Like there's a whole other one. They couldn't contain this story within one play, two hours, because they, one, wanted money, but two, didn't have an editor. And that's like the Wizarding World just like suffers from in general. Is They mm-hmm. not edit things. They're just like, oh yeah, we're going to do this, this, and this, and you just throw it. At the wall. And you mean Wizarding World TM, like the, the brand yes. of not yes. the actual Wizarding World, which I mean, they also, you know, they got editors, but they suck. Yeah. So it's just, it, yeah, I'm frustrated and it's like, it's dumb. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Imani benched this play, whomstever the fuck white people wrote it, y'all for reading it, me for being here listening. And Tiana came back just to bench JK Rowling and everyone who was behind this, except whoever chose to have Hermione played by a black woman. And not just a black woman, but Numa Dumans Whaley yeah. in particular, because that's who we saw, and she, she was amazing and fantastic. Um, but we did it, guys. We made it through the first act, or the first part. The first part. We made it through part one. Part one. So, yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, next week we'll be discussing act three, scenes one through eight of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Follow along, let us know who you think is the real MVP and who has been for the chapter or like the whatever. Our the sections. part, the section. Um, join the conversation on Twitter at We Black and Nerds, hashtag Wizard Team. And yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye.